Well, good evening. Welcome to a Tuesday session of Cat Space. I'm Cat, and this is Buckets, and with us, as usual, our bestie, Leon. Good evening. How are you? Good evening, fellas. It's, I'm uh, doing all right. It's been it's been like a long few days for me. I've pretty much been on my feet for the last like maybe four or five days in a row. But anyway, I'm all good. I'm here now. <laughs> so tonight's topic might come across as a rehash, but it comes as a, as a good time because this is a hot topic. Uh, so tonight's topic, we well, I have chosen is Charles and Camilla. Well, the Queen has recently and publicly announced that Camilla uh, will become Queen Consort and will receive a coronation next to her husband, Prince Charles, the Prince of Wales, with the title as Queen Consort. Now, the Commonwealth is divided alongside Diana fans. I'm a hardcore Diana fan myself, and some are saying this is good for the monarchy. Some are saying you are extinguishing Diana's light uh, and memory and legacy. Some people are really upset. So let's get into it. The first question is, and I'll throw this to Leon first, will Camilla be a good queen consort? Um, well, I think she'll do the best she can. I, I reckon she will, but, you know, it's been under the radar because people hate Charles that much. You know, people not so not so much towards Camilla Parker Bowles. I think Camilla, you know, cops a lot of flack for it, but I think, yeah, because of the fact that, you know, uh, Charles split with Diana and everybody loved Diana, see? Um, I think, you know, Camilla gets an unfair amount of amount of heat for it. Uh I reckon she could. I reckon she'll do a pretty good job, but I think just everybody hates Charles. That's the thing. What do you think, Buckets? Um, okay, so this is kind of how I've I've known the royals to kind of do business because gone are the days where um, the royals had a huge influence in politics. Um, they they probably have the right to to swear in prime ministers and things like that, and if push comes to shove, they um, can certainly sack a prime minister if that's that's what needs be. But for the most part, the royals don't really want to get involved with politics any longer. Um, so the way that they get any real respect is with charities. So if Cam Camilla and Charles start building all these brand new ch um, charities, um, just much, much like what the Queen has done, um, I think they'll just regain that respect gradually. I think a lot of people don't really like Camilla because everyone loved Diana. And then when she died, everyone thought the fairy tale princess had just passed away because she had really good PR, basically. And, you know, I think uh, Camilla was just seen as like the homewrecker that destroyed all that. Um, but, you know, I, I think when people kind of just get over it and just go, well, this is what we're trying to do for the country by setting up all these charities, I think maybe they might actually just eventually grow up and have some sort of respect for it. Here's what I, here's what I think my two cents, and that is that, as Bucket said, Camilla was seen as, as a bit of a homewrecker. Um, but as time grew by, people have fallen in love again with Prince Charles and Camilla 
and all their patronages and their charities and attending all of those. Um, Diana, fans of Diana like myself, to be honest, it kind of diminishes her light because, you know, even though she said in her Panorama interview that she was never, no one wanted her to become queen, uh, she wanted to be pe- uh, queen of people's hearts because she ruled with her heart, not her head. So are, are they distinguishing a light that's meant to be there? I think so. But, I mean, we are in the modern 21st century. I mean, who knows what will come of it? Will, the, will she be a great queen? Possibly. Possibly we will grow to love Camilla. We'll grow to like Camilla. You know, she will be... Um, I'm not sure if she'll be a head of state or Prince Charles will be a head of state uh, along, you know, her husband, but I'm willing to give her a chance. But then again, you have the people who love Diana. See, I, I think the, the, the love of it is um, if, you, if you looked at the royals that are, are most or least loved. So, um, you know, Charles used to be really, really popular. And then um, a divorce happened and then everyone was heartbroken. And that's, it just went downhill from there. But the thing is, um, divorces in modern day society are more frequent, especially in Western society. Um, there are certainly more uh, divorces in Western society than there are in a lot of those Asian countries like um, India, for example. Um, and, uh, so I think if we're willing to accept that fact that, uh, most of the Western world will probably go through a divorce, um, purely based off that's of the society that, that we have, um, maybe we might just get over it, but, um, at, at the moment, people will still have that kind of home record type um disdain against uh Camilla because they love Diana more to be perfectly honest second question will Charles last long on the throne buckets yes or no what was the question will Charles last a long time on the throne yes or no I don't think he will to be perfectly honest um the, the thing is that the Queen has held on to power um, probably the longest. She's probably the longest reigning monarch in England's history. Um, she, she really is. And so the longer she holds on to the throne, um, the longer um, Charles will have to wait, right? So I, I'm not sure how many years the Queen has left. Um, some say 10, some say 20. I, I don't think it's that long personally, but um, it's, God bless her. It, it seems to be the, the, the notion that the queen will keep this job until she dies, basically. And because of that, Charles is only going to get older and older and older and older by the time he even touches the throne. Now, when that actually happens, um, he may only be on the throne for maybe 10 years before he's forced to go, well, I'm going to retire and just give it to William. 
because I I won't be able to mentally cope, basically. What do you think, Leon? Um, well, I can't see the Queen lasting much longer because actually the Queen is 95 years old. So she really doesn't have that much time left on the on the throne. And also Prince Charles is actually 73. So the chances are he's probably only going to have maybe 10 years or something, if that, at best, whenever, whenever the Queen dies, if the Queen dies then Prince Charles will get, will be the king. But uh, it definitely won't be for as long as the queen did, that's for sure. Otherwise, it'd be like 140 by the time he dies. That's no chance of that happening. So um, I can imagine maybe 10 years at best, maybe 10, 15, maybe. And then it'll be uh, over to William, over to Prince William to take it from there. I have to agree with the both of you. I think give him 10 years, I'm guessing even five, if I'm lucky to say that. I mean, this these are just opinions, you know, we're just studying opinions. I agree. Give him 10 years. He's how old now? He's, He's 73. 73. So you're looking at uh, 10 years from now, he'll be 83. Mm. Yeah. Uh, maybe less. Yeah. Eighty-three years old for a king. Yeah, I mean that's a still. You got to you got to remember that uh, Queen Elizabeth. She was really young when she took the throne, and I know that Leon, you'd be able to answer this question. So, how old was uh, Queen Elizabeth II when she actually took? Nineteen. The she, was she was nineteen. She was nineteen years of age. She was a teenager. So, so she's, she's been on the throne for a really long time, whereas. Prince Charles, he's had to wait. He's had to wait a really, really long time. And it's not like other um, uh, uh, other um, royal uh, families that literally have princes and those princes just take over um, when they're in their 30s or 40s. The English um, monarchy, you know, really, I mean, People are really just going, okay, well, when, 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 are, you, when are you going to change hands? In fact, I, I read an article uh, in Time about um, when will um, Charles actually um, have the right to be king um, because he's had to endure so much pain and um, um, all sorts of royal... Um, uh, uh, royal um, uh, things um, to make him king and he's had to of course adhere to the institution of course of being kings and he's, he's had to start up many charities to serve the people and he's had to um, meet um, all sorts of delegates from different countries he's had to, had to do all of that stuff but no one's handed him um, the, the throne yet no one's actually given him um, the right to be king yet so, um, like, I, I don't know if, if um, Charles will wait till he dies to pass over um, the, the kingdom to William. I think it will just happen with, um, and he'll just retire nicely and um, William will just visit him um, in his retirement. I think that's what's going to happen. Now... And just for, and just for the record, guys... Uh... Uh, the queen was 25 years old when she took the reins. 
Uh, because it was nineteen. It was nineteen fifty one. It was nineteen fifty one when that was when that when the king died. So that made that made Elizabeth twenty five. I thought she was nineteen. She was ridiculously. Well, you weren't far off. You're right. It was ridiculously young. I, I think people. I think um, you know most of the monarchy, or most of the countries in the monarchy, will uh, accept. William and Kate Middleton more than will than Charles and Camilla because uh, a because of their age and both of their unpopularity with the with the monarchs I, I, with the with the with the, with the monarch countries. I, I personally think they'll accept William and um, Kate more than um, Charles and uh, Camilla purely. Yeah, so we're on a unity ticket there. Uh, mm. pu- purely because. Um, the current world, based on their customs, based on um, how they approach society, um, is up to date. Whereas Charles and Camilla, they're kind of stuck in the past. And for that reason, I think that's why William and Kate will be way more respected than, say, Charles and um, Camilla, which are kind of stuck in the past. The next question I want to ask, which is when Diana did the uh, panorama interview with Martin Bashir, she did say that she would prefer to see her firstborn, Prince William, ascend the throne to be king. So here's my question. What would Diana's legacy be for her son as he is the future king of England? Her son being Prince William, what would be her legacy for her son? He's going to assume the throne in about 10, 15 years. What will be of her legacy? Uh, Leon, do you wish to Yeah, do you want to answer this question? I can imagine William will pretty much follow the way that Diana did. She she was never a a media hog or a spot, no media hog in the spotlight or whatever. She was always graceful and all that sort of stuff. So I can imagine Williams will be, Prince William will be exactly the same as you would have seen in the past 20 or so years. He has not tried to take control of the spotlight. He has just let everything happen as natural form. However, you see Charles and Camilla jet setting around the world talking about climate change in their own private jet, by the way, which burns fossil fuels and all that sort of crap. Harry is kind of following in Prince Charles's footsteps. So, William has been following in Diana's footsteps. So he has stayed pretty much out of the spotlight. That's that's probably the reason why he's more respected than, say, Charles, Camilla, Harry, Meghan. They've, they have stayed out of the spotlight. See, and I, Diana stayed out of the spotlight. I think it's actually the other way around, to be perfectly honest. Um, oh, go on, tell me. I think that um, although Harry isn't as respected because he's seen as a badass and, and whatever. And he's married Megan. And Mary, Megan is definitely a rebel. Um, I think Harry's probably closer to um, Diana than William currently is. Um, it would have been, um, will, um, it would have been uh, Diana that wanted to separate, separate herself from the royal family just as Harry did. And it would have been Diana's wishes for um, William, sorry, William and, and Harry um, to live a life outside of the institution. Now, um, now so, for me, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Um, so 
I, I think um, uh, William has been groomed to become a king. And so that's all part of the institution, institution itself. Um, and Harry knows that he's never going to touch the throne at all. Um, but um, so he's got a bit of leeway sort of thing. But he's, he's still a royal, right? Um, but I think if, if anyone's going to do anything that's similar to Diana, I think, to be honest, Harry is doing something that's more closer to Diana's behaviour than William actually is. Because all William's doing right now is that although he has his own charities that are set up to help people, he's also taking grudges against his brother. And that's not healthy. Um, they, they shouldn't have been holding grudges. They're brothers, but they are. Here's what I think. Okay. Now, Dinah, God rest her soul, has been, has been gone for 25 years now. Well, in August will be 25 years. And in her it's hard panorama, to believe it's hard to believe that this year will be 25 years. I know, I know. But during her panorama interview, she predicted that William will become king and that he will have to take to his his role as future king for his country. But knowing in that Buckets is right, I think the brothers shouldn't be feuding. Um, whether there's a feud or not, that's false media, uh, fake news made up by the media to get them separated. Harry and William love each other. I'm guessing they love each other very, very much. And I'm sure Kate loves Harry. And I think Harry has always had one foot in, one foot out. And, you know, the Queen, Her Majesty, is his grandmother. And I really, really, really think that Harry should really, really go see her now for his 70th platinum jubilee spend some time with her because even though she does have zoom calls zoom video calls with harry and megan and the children uh archie was born in england and lilibet was born in the usa but has dual citizenship and when archie turns 18 he will legally have to fly to the UK and take on royal family duties. That will be his role to, to, you know, join the royal family to do the duties, you know, and, you know, because he is what he's, he's what, uh, seventh in line? Yeah, seventh in line to the throne, even though he'll never touch the throne or sit on it. It's just, I feel like when Charles becomes king, we will see William and Harry together, laughing, smiling, talking. You know, this Charles becoming king is a momentous occasion. And is there fake news about them being angry with each other? I think so. I think the media just wants us to eat up something that's not true, that's fabricated. I'm sure they talk to each other. I mean, like, well, I mean, you've got to ask yourself, um, why was Harry denied any sort of security? I mean, they literally said to Harry, if you're going to come back to England, you can come here, but 
but we, we're not allowing you to have any lease protection and you're not allowed to rent any, um, any um, secure security forces for yourself. If you come here, you come without protection. Now, that was an, an order given to Parry by the throne. But no, by the government. Um, so, but, uh, by the government, by the government. But, but, my, but my point is, um, does that mean that they wanted to take away his security so someone could just take him out? You know, no, why, I think why, why would you why would you not want to protect a royal? That's that's what I. I think. think because he chose his wife's sign over uh, what is it called uh, crown and duty over uh, duty and duty and country. There we go. Out of duty and country, he chose his wife's sign, and because of what the British press did to her, he rightfully protected his family and said. I've always had one foot out. I'm tired of shaking hands and taking selfies and being here and being there. So that's why he left to go to America. But this isn't about William Harry. This is about their father, Charles, and his wife. Um, I think as the third question, we'll follow to the fourth question. Let's look at that, okay? Fourth question is, should William and Catherine be king and queen instead of Charles and Camilla Leon? Um, yeah, that, that'll definitely happen. When it will happen, obviously, we don't know. I can only imagine it being 10 years, maybe 10, 15. It's given uh, uh, William and also Kate um, enough time to prepare, obviously, to understand what their roles are going to be. Um, I, I, they, will, they will be king and queen eventually, but obviously... Not right now, but obviously when the Queen has to advocate the throne, the next King becomes uh, Charles and the Queen becomes Camilla Parker Bowles. And then when they step down, it will be William and Kate's turn. So I reckon I'll make, I reckon they would make a good King and Queen because they'll follow the way that Queen Elizabeth has handled herself, you know, um, yeah, the way that the way that the Queen has handled herself. Yeah, I think with the Commonwealth divided on this. I mean, you've got fans in Australia, you've got fans in, in the UK and around the world that still to this day, as I said, do not like Charles and Camilla and are screaming out, you know, modernise the monarchy or get rid of the monarchy entirely. If you're going to modernise the monarchy, put William on the throne after his grandmother because, one, he's young, two, he's fit, three, people love him and they love 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 Catherine I actually love her I think she's amazing um and her by his side by his side she'll make a fantastic queen not queen consort but queen and he'll make a fantastic king and a ruler so I think in my my heart and my mind William deserves to be king not Charles I think Australia's opinion of the royals will change um when William and uh, Catherine uh, King, uh, King and Queen, I should say. Um, I think that uh, if um, Charles and uh, Camilla are made King and Queen, then Australians will really question why do we need to be associated with this royal family if we're going to be this horrible? So that's the other thing. If, if, um, if Charles and uh, 
Camilla. Camilla. Um, basically, um, you know, sort of, um, uh, I don't want to say stain the throne or give the throne a bad name. Will Australia still want to become a um, be part of a sovereign? Ah, good question. Will they still want to become part of, um, you know, the Commonwealth? The sovereign. Good question. Because the thing is, if if uh, Charles and Kate hold the throne, I think that um, Charles means Camilla. Charles and Kate. Camilla. Sorry. sorry. Um, Camilla. Camilla. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, I think you'll get it right eventually. <laughs> William and Kate. I know Camilla. William and Kate. William and Kate. Yes, not Charles and Kate. Charles and Camilla. William and Kate. Okay, so I, I think if um, William and Kate take the throne, I think maybe um, it'll be left in a position of yeah, we, we kind of like the way things are going, and there's. There's, there's nothing wrong, so if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But if um, uh, William's, sorry, if uh, Charles and Camilla's um, time uh, um, put on the throne happens and it happens for too long of a time, um, Australia might be thinking, why do we need these guys? Okay, maybe we should get a republic. Well, I think just just on that, just on that, didn't uh, Barbados recently withdraw from yes. the monarchy? So yes. I can Im- I can imagine that the um, Republican movement will gain will gain steam here in Australia if Charles and Camilla Parker Bowles uh, take the throne because yeah, if they if they go straight to William and Kate, that will solidify the monarchy movement here in Australia. But if it goes to Charles and Camilla. That uh, Republican movement will push really will push hard. I imagine there'll be a lot of people that will, you know, want the, uh, want that split to happen. But well, that's something. That's that's a lot of that's that's something that a lot of these monarchy countries will need to really think about. You know, whether or not they want to stay under Prince Charles or Camilla. I think this is what we this is what we might see across uh, a whole lot of the countries uh, that are under the monarch. Well, you've just answered my fifth question, which I had in mind was, uh, when Charles become king, what will this mean for Australia's democracy and sovereignty? And will Australia become a republic? You both just answered that. So I don't think uh, that needs to be answered. Okay, what's question six? (laughs) The only thing I, I would like to mention about that is when it comes to Australia's democracy and sovereignty, when Charles becomes king, as you said, Leon, which is the Australian Republic movement will gain momentum and will have a referendum on the idea of stripping ourselves of the monarchy, of the sovereignty, of Mother England, and, you know, um, becoming an independent country. I mean, we could see this as the the Republic of Australia or, you know, uh, we could tie in with the Americans, we don't know, but well, here's an interesting thing that you mentioned Barbados is the fact that do you notice what happened when the royal family um, were almost having um, all these sort of family tisses left like it looked like it, the family was unstable. So you, you had a Prince Andrew um, up for criminal charges, um, you had Harry leaving the country, you had 
um, Meghan Markle going to Oprah, which didn't, which caused more problems. So it's not surprising that Barbados was just like, well, if you guys can't keep your house in order, why should we be part of your house? So I, I think if there's, if there's going to be another uproar within the royal family and they don't put their house in order, Australia's just going to go, you know what, we don't, we don't need to deal with them because they're obviously too unstable to, to run any Commonwealth. So we'll just leave the Commonwealth. See, here's the thing. The, Duke, the late Duke of Edinburgh, the Prince Philip, had he been alive to this day, I think he would have been very upset about this whole thing. I think he would have called Harry, summoned him to England on his own, and sat him down and say, listen, enough's enough of this, of this behaviour. Your grandmother's a queen and you need to love and protect her and you need to fulfil your duties as a crown prince. See, Prince William isn't a crown prince. He's known as the Prince Regent or, you know, king to be. Prince Harry does have a title of prince. He's royal by birth. He's still in the succession of the crown. But to be honest, like every other royal around the world, he is the crown prince, crown prince of England. So I think Prince Philip would have been really, 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 really disappointed. I mean, he would have summoned both his grandsons to his room or to the table and said, enough's enough. Put your heads together and get on with it. His thing was always get on with it. So I I think what a a way that they could have perhaps mediated between um, Harry, Meghan and the rest of the crowd is they could have basically said, if you go to America, knock yourselves out, go to America. But um, how about you take a job and um, what, what do you call it when you've got um, such a uh, You know, when you, you, you're not on, you're on Australian soil, but you're the embassy, there you go. Um, why don't you take a position in the embassy? So if they made... Um, or ambassador. Harry, if they made, I was going to say, you're thinking ambassador. Yeah. So if they made Harry an ambassador in the United States, that means he could live in the United States as much as he wants. They could um, send his kids to an American school. Meghan would and be still great. serve the Queen. Yeah, yeah still, still serve, serve the, the Queen. queen. And um, Meghan would be happy because she would be living in America freely. Um, and it would basically solve all of its problems. But because Megan the idiot decided to go to Philip Oprah. Names. Oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that, Your Majesty. Um, it's not nice. <laughs> uh, because she went to Oprah and made things worse and just angered the royals, um, you know, it, 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 it made them very, very vengeful of each other. But I reckon if they just took a step back and went, look, live in the United States, but on the embassy. I think they could have worked it out, to be perfectly honest. I think, see, this is why I'm 50-50 on this whole Megan thing. Part of me feels sorry for her. Part of me doesn't. And Prince Philip would have, as you said, as you, Buckets and Leon, you both said that Harry should become an ambassador, still working for the Queen and Crown, Queen and Country. I think stripping him off his medals 
and not allowing him to, you know, exercise his royal right. But the thing is, again, he was always one foot in, one foot out. But I think when Charles become, becomes king, I think we will definitely see more of Harry in the UK. I think Harry cannot become a US citizen, even though he's got diplomatic immunity uh, in the I, Commonwealth countries. I think if he gives up his royal um, connection to the throne, he'd probably be able to become a US citizen. But then that would be like the ultimate FU to the crown, that it would just be, it would like be being like an earthquake going all the way from the UK to the US of A. Look, he's got a book coming out this year and it's supposed to be, look, I'm, I'm just, again, all this whole, this whole topic is all opinionated. It's all opinion-based. There's not meant to be an offence or anger here, but Harry's bringing out a book this year which he said it talks about his life as a royal, his life as a husband, a father, a military man. But the scathing rumours, you know, saying this book is going to be a bombshell to the crown, a bombshell to Her Majesty. It's going to bring down the royal household. I'm not, I'm not reading too much into it because I want, to, I want to actually buy this book and read it and see if it's worth talking about. But then again, as I said, when Charles becomes king i i think charles will tell harry look come back home i'll we'll pay you again i'll give you another role you know you can you can live in clarence house if you want because obviously when charles becomes king the duchy will go to william and he has i have heard about this i have heard about this book coming out soon apparently there's going to be some sort of bombshell directed at camilla apparently that's one thing that i have heard now I just wish, you know, Harry wanted to, you know, go to the United States, live in the United States with his wife. All right, that's fine. But just stay out of the limelight. You want, you said you wanted to go to the America to stay out of the limelight. You're not doing that. You're putting yourself in the limelight and you're opening yourself up to all this negative media attention directed towards you, mate. Chill out. You know, you want it to be, you want it to be out of the spotlight Stop doing this stupid stuff that's making you the center of attention. They have a feeling that he dies, he'll be jealous because he's not the corpse and he's not the center of attention. Here's what I think, even though this is about Charles and Camilla. I've been trying to dissect this video after video after video after audio. William, as we all know, I don't want to have to repeat myself, is going to be is known as the future king of England, right? He hasn't, when his mother died, he wasn't allowed to grieve. William had to have a stiff, up, stiff upper lip, show no emotion, say nothing, react to nothing, feel nothing. Harry was only 12 when his mother died. So Harry, even though he said, you know, he gets counseling now, therapy, he talks to people, you know, it's helping, he said now, all this now, talking to counsellors and whatnot, therapists, it's helping him grieve his mother. Harry's lashing out because Harry has never been able to grieve because, the, because where he is from, which is UK, he, as a royal, he's been told, you know what, don't cry, face forward, keep doing your job, that's who you are. 
That's what you are. That's what you're going to remain. Harry disagreed with that. So Harry now, I think, because he's bottled so much over the, since he was since he was twelve, he's now thirty seven. Imagine the pain. Do you? Let's all think about this. Why he left America? Harry is hurting. Harry's hurting over his brother. Harry's hurting over his mother. His mother. He's hurting. The man is hurting. He's in pain. One thing I will give uh, Harry credit for, he actually launched the Invictus Games, which is a yeah. Olympic Games for Disabilities. So <clears throat> that's one thing I will give him give him that for. Uh, I'll give him credit for that for because there really isn't uh, that kind of those kind of games out there. But I think you're right. He is venting now because he well obviously he was a lot younger than William at the time. He didn't know how to handle it, so. He's been do- Harry's doing what Harry wants to do, and he, he was a wild child. He was a wild redhead. Um, obviously, we heard the stories about him dressing up in certain paraphernalia and stuff like that, and he paid the price for that. So, what he ended up doing is he ended up joining what joining the uh, joining the navy or the army. I think it might have been the navy or something like that. But anyway, he got his res- he, he earned his respect. He earned that respect and got that respect back, and now he's done all that and now he just wants to live a normal life the life that you know diana wasn't able to uh, towards the end because the media and everybody hounded hounded diana into the unfortunately i hate to say it but they hounded her into the ground until the day she died and they're still hounding her now 25 years later exactly why and that's why harry is harry that's why harry is lashing out now exactly he is hurting he left to america because he fully knows that his mother would have left the UK and gone to America. His mother always had plans to go live in the States and he's living in the States on her. He's fulfilling her dream and her dream is now his dream. And as Leon said, he's lashing out and venting because he doesn't want to have that stiff upper lip. Yes, I'm a royal. Yes, I'm the crown prince. My real title is his royal highness. You know, even though I can't use it, I'm a military man, I'm a father, and I'm also now a husband, but I'm a father. And I'm fulfilling my mother's dream. And he recently, and I quote him saying his words, I am my mother's son, and I am what my mother intended me to be. I'm doing this for my mother. Out of interest, I noticed a lot of royals right there, or a lot of politicians, I should say, um, have written books about themselves. So Harry's writing a book about himself. Um, there have been books written about Trump. There's been books written about Obama. Um, I know Hillary wrote a book. Here's the, what, what, what would be the title of the Queen's book? What do you, what do you think that would be? What, the title of uh, Harry's Her book? Majesty, Her Majesty's. Her Majesty's book. What, what would you call it? I know. Wow. I know, I know. What have you got? I, I pledge my life, whether long or short, the stories about my life. Elizabeth, Elizabeth R. Do you know what I call it? And it'll have pictures of her as a baby, of Queen Mary and her Queen Mary's husband, her father, and their childhood growing up, old 
black and white pictures, colored pictures, her meeting Prince Philip, going around the world jet setting, her father dying as she gets older, the marriages, scandals, and her quote saying, on her 21st birthday, I pledge my life to you, whether it be long or short to your service. And that will have that quote in that. Do you know what mine will be? What? Um, I think the corgis ate more than they could chew. What would yours be? <laughs> I could, I I I'm not, I, I really couldn't tell you. I, um, if um, the Queen was to bring out a memoirs book of her life, um, uh I think I think her I think just her majesty would probably be the title. I reckon I reckon if you're gonna go by that because she spent 70 years or 70 or whatever how long it's been as the Queen of England, I would say her majesty. It was just be simply her majesty, a life in words. Oh, a life in words and pictures. You know what? Sounds like a comic book. No, sounds very beautiful. I'd buy it and read it. Um, God bless her. May she reign forever. Um, For at least the next 10 years. You know, here's the last question. Was this the wrong decision for the Commonwealth to have Prince Charles ascend the throne with Camilla? Was this the wrong decision? Go. Um, personally, I, I don't think it was, but I don't think the Queen had a choice. So it was either um deny Charles Camilla and have even more problems in the family um or um get Charles to marry someone else which would cause problems so to be honest I don't think the queen really had a choice around it because that means that Charles would have to divorce Camilla and find someone else and the first divorce that um when Elizabeth had to deal with um with Charles um was already heartbreaking for her so to force Charles to do another divorce would just cause more problems down the track to be honest um so I don't think she really had a choice but to accept Camilla as the um the Queen's consort to be honest as someone who absolutely loves Diana and has every and has every DVD on Diana and her life story, and absolutely watches it like crazy, was this the wrong decision? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Let's see what happens. You know, God bless her, Her Majesty. May she reign. I'm not sure. I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical on a lot of things. I just, I guess, we'll have to wait and see. Time will tell. Um, did I like this decision? No. Um, I don't have to welcome it, but I do have to support the idea. I support Her Majesty's decision. Not everybody's going to love it and not everybody's going to like it. Some people that, that are absolutely going to love it. We're in a modern world. This is the 21st century. Look at it this way. He just caught COVID again, even though he's had two vaccinations and a booster shot, him and his wife. And that says a lot in his reign. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, like, uh, Charles isn't it, it, Charles isn't um, invincible, um, as you might think. I mean, obviously, the, the females in 
the royal family last for a really long time and they've, they've proven that they can last the distance. Um, but then again, the Queen didn't have to deal with COVID. So, um, but now that COVID's quite a, a recent um, illness that's been, pandemic that's been spreading around the world, um, that might be a real threat to the current royal family that we have. So the, the question remains, um, will Charles's health be able to cope? Ah, I didn't think of that. Good question. Well, obviously it has, because if he's had it twice now, he's been able to cope with it. Now, the other questions was, um, uh, what was your question regarding that? Was um, the wrong decision for the Commonwealth? Okay, so... No, it wasn't the wrong decision. I don't I don't agree with the decision, obviously, because of the circumstances. Um, no, it was the right decision because uh, you know, the first in line, I think it's the way it, I think it's the way it's always has been, you know, the first in line will be king, which uh therefore would make Prince Charles the next king of England. And also Camilla would be the Queen of England as well. So no, it wasn't the it wasn't the wrong thing to do. I may not agree with it. He won't have the same kind of popularity that Queen has. Um, but all right, there's only one way we're gonna really know for sure, and that's just to wait and see what happens. But I know one thing: there will be. I I know for a fact that there will be some pushback regarding regarding Prince Charles and Camilla's eventual ascension to the King of to King and Queen of England. So. The royals are going to have to think very long and hard about this, you know, because there will be a lot of countries that will not want or will not accept Prince Charles and Camilla as, you know, their head of their head of state, I suppose you could call it. But that's a matter for the royals to figure out. I mean, uh, you know, unless Camilla is extremely good at PR, which at the moment she's not, um, or she's really good at. Um, pleasing other nations, um, you know, for whatever reason, um, they will hate her. Um, but, I mean, you know, um, it's really not that hard to start a charity, um, especially if you've got a lot of money, which they do. So it, their view might change if they're able to work out some sort of deal. But if the press don't like her, then other countries around her um, will say, you know what, I'm out. You know, we're able to run um, these countries as if it was a republic um, without you. So why do we need you? And they'll just bail. Um, if, if, if they feel that um, they don't like Camilla. Mm. I guess, Leon, you were going to say something. Um. Well, I guess I guess there'll be there'll be there'll be a uh, a Republican movement across all the all the continents uh, with uh, monarch, uh, you know, monarch association at the moment. Obviously, as you as you would know, as as we had pointed out too, the Barbados just left just left the monarchy. Um, it really depends how it, it, you were right, Buckets. So I wonder if the media are going to beat this up into a circus. I mean, yeah. 
the media will need to stay away from this. The media are going to have to just let this take its course and not try and determine the outcome that they want. Otherwise, you know, people, otherwise people are going to see through that and they're going to tell the media to go jump, which I'm quite frankly, I'm telling our media right now at the moment to go jump because they're not doing any positive reporting at all. It's just negative, negative, negative. Um, will, will they, will they succeed? I mean, we're just going to have to give that time. And unfortunately, there's not going to be much time when, uh, when Charles and Camilla ascend to the top of the throne. Well, Camilla, honestly, uh, all Camilla or Charles literally have to do is make an unsavory joke towards the Indigenous Australians um, in this country. Right. And it's over. It's, it's over. over. It's yeah. over. You've you've literally got the push that you're talking talking to, and we know that um, uh, uh, Prince Philip um, had his gaffes. Had had his gaffes like all the time. Yeah, so he did. Basically, adopt any of that behaviour. You can. Basically, it won't be tolerated. It won't be tolerated, exactly. and you can kiss the Commonwealth goodbye. Exactly. Exactly. Well. That was a fun topic. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, Leon. We will see you next week. Until next week, we have a fun topic to talk about, and that's superheroes. Thank you for joining me, Buckets and Leon. Thank you for tonight. Don't forget to subscribe. Go to our YouTube page and subscribe. There's a bell there. Click that bell. That'll give you all the contents you need to watch our videos. And we will be um, putting out more content for you next week. We're also on Spotify. And you can also find us on anchor.fm. Invite your friends and family to tag along and to subscribe. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. We'll give you a shout out. And once again, thank you for tonight. And that was really great. Until then, bye, guys. Bye. There he is.